Following Jesus in the present age is a perennial task. Join me, Ian Panth, biblical scholar and theologian, as I walk through the Christian scriptures and think theology out loud. If you want to dig deeper into the Bible or engage in God talk, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome. I invite you to listen in on my daily personal reflections as I follow the Robert Murray McShane Bible Reading Plan. You can find this plan on, for instance, BiblePlans.org. I'm recording these reflections, or daily devotions, to provide one example of how one individual reflects upon and reacts to Scripture. My hope is that in listening in on my personal reflections, you, the listener, will be encouraged in the development of your own daily Scripture reading habits and begin to hear, to hear the Spirit speaking to you through the Scripture. These reflections are not examples of deep exegesis and interpretation. For that, you can listen to my Slow Walk Through Revelation series or other podcasts that I produce. Rather, I'm inviting you to listen in on how my Spirit responds to the Scriptures and the Holy Spirit as He speaks to me through this daily habit. Feel free to join me twice daily as I divide the McShane family reading into morning and evening reflections. The secret readings I keep to myself. Also, feel free to simply listen to the scripture reading and spend time with the spirit and the text to form your own habit of listening to the spirit in the text. This morning's reading is from Joshua chapters 20 and 21 as we continue following along the Robert Murray McShane reading plan. Today I'll be reading from Joel Anderson's translation of the Torah and the Former Prophets which you can find on Amazon.com. Joshua chapters 20 and 21. Then the Lord spoke to Joshua and said, Speak to the sons of Israel and say, Set up for yourself the cities of refuge that I spoke to you about by the hand of Moses, so that someone who kills or strikes down a soul without intending to can flee there. They will be a refuge for you from the avenger of blood. He will flee to one of these cities and will stand at the entrance of the city gate and speak to the elders of that city. Then they will gather him into their town and give him a place, and he will dwell with them. If the avenger of blood is pursuing him, they will not deliver the killer into his hand, since he had struck down his neighbor without intending to, and since there was no hate between the two previously. He will dwell in the city until he stands before the face of the Yadah for judgment, until the death of the high priest who was alive in their days. Then the killer can return and go back to his house, to the city from which he fled. So they set apart the following cities as holy, Kadesh in Galilee in the hills of Naphtali, Shechem in the hills of Ephraim, and Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, in the hills of Judah. 
On the other side of the Jordan, east of Jericho, toward the rising of the sun, they set up Bazer in the wilderness of the Tableland from the tribe of Reuben, and Ramoth and Gilead from the tribe of Gad, and Golan in Bashan from the tribe of Manasseh. These were the cities designated for all the sons of Israel, as well as for any sojourner who was sojourning in their midst, so that anyone who strikes down a soul unintentionally can flee there and not be put to death by the hand of the avenger of blood until he stands before the face of the Yadah. The heads of the families of the Levites drew near to Eleazar the priest, Joshua ben Nun, and the heads of the families of the tribes of the sons of Israel. They spoke to them at Shiloh in the land of Canaan and said, The Lord commanded by the hand of Moses for towns to be given to us to dwell in, along with pasture land for our livestock. So the sons of Israel gave the Levites these towns and pasture lands from their own inheritance, according to the command of the Lord. The allotment went to the clans of the Kohathites. So the sons of Aaron, the priest, who are from the Levites, received an allotment of thirteen towns from the tribe of Judah, the tribe of Simeon, and the tribe of Benjamin. The rest of the clans from the sons of Koath received an allotment of ten towns from the tribe of Ephraim, the tribe of Dan, and from the half-tribe of Manasseh. The sons of Gershon received an allotment of thirteen towns from the clans of the tribe of Issachar, from the tribe of Asher, from the tribe of Naphtali, and from the half-tribe of Manasseh in Bashan. The sons of Merari, according to their clans, received twelve towns from the tribe of Reuben, the tribe of Gad, and the tribe of Zebulun. The sons of Israel gave by lot the Levites these towns and their pasture lands, just like the Lord had commanded by the hand of Moses. From the tribe of the sons of Judah and the tribe of the sons of Simeon, they gave these towns that are called by name, which were for the sons of Aaron from the clans of the Kohathites, from the sons of Levi, because the lot went to them first. They gave them Kiriath Arba, Arba was the father of Anak, that is, Hebron in the hills of Judah, and her pasture land around her. But they had already given the field, the town, and her village to Caleb ben Yephunneh as his possession. To the sons of Aaron the priest, they gave Hebron as the city of refuge for the killer, along with her pasture lands, as well as Libna and her pasture lands, Jatir and her pasture lands, Eshtemoa and her pasture lands, Holon with her pasture lands, Debir with her pasture lands, Ayin with her pasture lands, Utah with her pasture lands, and Beth Shemesh with her pasture lands. Nine towns from these two tribes. From the tribe of Benjamin, Gibeon with her pasture lands, Geba with her pasture lands, Anathoth with her pasture lands, and Almon with her pasture lands. Four towns. All the towns of the sons of Aaron, the priests, thirteen towns, and their pasture lands. For the clans of the sons of Koath, the rest of the Levites from the sons of Koath, the towns by lot were from the tribe of Ephraim. The city of refuge for the killer that was given to them was Shechem, along with her pasture lands in the hills of Ephraim, Gezer with her pasture lands, Kibzaim with her pasture lands, and Beth Horon with her pasture lands, four towns. From the tribe of, tribe of Dan, there was Elteca with her pasture lands, Gibbethon with her pasture lands, Ajalon with her pasture lands, Gathramon with her pasture lands, four towns. 
from the half-tribe of Manasseh, there were, was Tanakh with her pasture lands, and Gathramon and her pasture lands, two towns. All the ten towns and their pasture lands were for the rest of the clans of the son of Koath. To the sons of Gershon from the clans of the Levites and the half-tribe of Manasseh, the city of refuge for the killer was Golan in Bashan and her pasture lands, along with Beshtera with her pasture lands, two towns. From the tribe of Issachar, Kishion with her pasture lands, Deberoth with her pasture lands, Yamuth with her pasture lands, and Ganim with her pasture lands, four towns. From the tribe of Asher, Mishal with her pasture lands, Abdon with her pasture lands, Helkath with her pasture lands, and Rehob with her pasture lands, four towns. From the tribe of Naphtali, the town of refuge for the killer was Kedesh in Galilee, along with Hamoth Dor with her pasture lands, and Kartan with her pasture lands, three towns. All the towns of the clans of the Gershonites, thirteen cities with their pasture lands. To the clans of the sons of Merari, the rest of the Levites from the tribe of Zebulon, Yokneam with her pasture lands, Karta with her pasture lands, Dimna with her pasture lands, Nahalal with her pasture lands, four towns. From the tribe of Reuben, Bezer with her pasture lands, Yaza with her pasture lands, Kedemoth with her pasture lands, and Mephath with her pasture lands, four towns. From the tribe of Gad, the city of refuge for the killer was Ramoth and Gilead with her pasture lands, along with the Mahanaim with her pasture lands, Heshbon with her pasture lands, and Yazer with her pasture lands, four towns in all. All the towns for the sons of Merari with their clans, the rest of the clans of the Levites, their allotments were twelve towns. All the towns of the Levites in the midst of the possession of the sons of Israel totaled forty-eight towns with their pasture lands. These towns were town for town with pasture lands all around, so it was for all these towns. So the Lord gave to Israel all the land that he had sworn to give to their fathers. They inherited it and dwelled in there. The Lord gave them rest all around according to all that he had sworn to their fathers. Not one man from all their enemies stood before their faces. The Lord had given all their enemies into their hands. Not one word from all the good word the Lord had spoken to the house of Israel had fallen. All of it had come to pass. So Joshua chapters 20 and 21 deal uh, with the marking of certain cities as cities of refuge and then the allotment of particular towns for the Levites. So as I've expressed before, the Levites did not inherit a whole territory like we might think of like a, a province or a county. Uh, they didn't inherit that size of land, but within each of the uh, of the tribal territories they were given towns and it seems as though if I'm reading this correctly that many of the towns of refuge are also the same towns that the Levites were in which makes makes sense in, in a sense then the Levites become the sort of protectors the places where the priests are are the places of refuge so again reiterating that because the Levites don't gain an inheritance in such a way that uh, 
they can entirely sustain themselves. That's part of what the tithing process is. But then they are uh, located in the different tribal territories so that they, they as the priestly tribe, uh, the ones who inherited the service of God, which you know is the, a high honor, uh, and they are in the midst of the different territories so that they can perform those rites and rituals uh, for the sake of the communities they're in. So you can, if you need to perform a sacrifice and, or, or engage with the Lord in some way or ask the Lord's advice, then you can still be within your territory and travel there to it. Uh, and of course, this is before uh, they have a central place of worship in Jerusalem with the temple where uh, sort of the, the centralized sacrificial system comes into play later in their history. So cities of refuge, uh, basically they're, they're living in a world in which uh, there's lots of vengeance and escalate a retribution and, and this sort of escalates right so uh, somebody hurts or kills somebody um, and here in this case it's an accident well then uh, it's sort of an eye for an eye kind of mentality but that sort of eye and eye eye for an eye mentality can be somewhat in the eye of the beholder so um, just as in, I don't know, like modern warfare, gang warfare. It's like, well, if you did that to my group then or my family, then I'm going to do the same thing to yours. But we know human beings and they tend to ask, they like want to show their power. So there was tended to be an escalation where you ended up with family warfare back and forth. And this is one of those ways that uh, the system tried to lower the potential of that. So you accidentally kill somebody, you could flee to one of the cities of refuge and there you were protected from retribution. Uh, and you lived there safely uh, until the current high priest uh, died uh, and then uh, the, the family should not uh, still should not respond in retribution it's almost like you've you've uh, within a city you've confined yourself for a time uh, and then that should be punishment enough for you for the accidental killing of your your neighbor so that's the, what the cities of refuge are here. And uh, it just, yeah, so it's just one of those elements of ancient culture that we don't have. There is, I don't know if there's still a legal kind of sanctuary laws where people can run into a church and claim sanctuary. Um, that's one of the themes in the, at least I had I don't remember the Disney version very well but the hunchback of Notre Dame uh, running into the uh, Notre Dame and claiming sanctuary 
basically it's like you're you're running into that priestly community into that sacred space and and you're safe because you're in there uh, at least for a time being while things can be worked out kind of brings those temperatures down the I think keeps things from escalating I don't have much more to say about this passage today uh, so this is a pretty short reflection I'm recording it a little later than usual too so that's probably not so bad that it's short uh, tonight so you, last night um, we ended uh, the book of Psalms and now the Murray, Robert Murray McShane reading plan takes us forward to uh, uh, a New Testament book so we start in the book of Acts so starting Acts chapter 1 this evening so you can uh, join me for that uh, and I will release that at 5 o'clock uh, that's the time I try to release these and also if you want to hear uh, sermons uh, I'm I'm trying to uh, record uh, uh, public domain sermons from the past and right now I'm working my way through uh, the the sermons the plain and parochial sermons of John Henry Newman who was uh, an Anglican uh, priest in the first part of his life and then uh, uh, converted to Catholicism and uh, so John Henry Cardinal Newman in the Catholic Church later and his writings are well worth spending time with and uh, there aren't I haven't found audible or um, LibriVox recordings of his sermon so in a sense I'm trying to practice the putting them on my uh, podcast and then maybe as I get better equipment then I'll re-record them and maybe release them on like LibriVox because he was writing in the 19th century he wrote in English so all of his materials public domain uh, you can find it, I believe it's newmanreader.org so yeah if you want to listen to sermons from a different time period and maybe get a different take on on scripture and the themes that people were picking up then join me for uh Sunday sermons, not my sermons, but uh, right now the sermons of John Henry Newman. Thank you for joining me for this morning's personal reflection. Don't forget to join me this evening release time five o'clock for the evening's personal reflection according to the Robert Murray McShane reading plan if you find these reflections helpful and encouraging then don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications again my hope is that in sharing my personal reflections with you you will form your own habits of listening for the spirit and reading the text. Enjoy the rest of your day.
Thank you for joining me today on this episode of Starcross Kingdoms. If you like this content, well, you probably already know what to do. Like, subscribe, and please share. Also, feel free to send in your questions. Just keep them friendly and conversational, and that way I'll be far more likely to respond to them. Until next time, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ.